Accredited Master Coach, Speaker, Author, and Podcaster. Welcome to my podcast, The Can Do Way. My guests from across the globe have can do stories of growth, resilience, and success to share. Tune in and be inspired by these individuals who have developed a strong can do approach. Each one of their stories is unique, each one of their stories has a key message. In this episode of The Can Do Way, I'm talking to Jeff Wilson, Executive Vice President of Services at MasterCard, seasoned leader and payments expert. From over 25 years of experience in payments, Jeff now finds himself building teams that are a force to be reckoned with and fostering a safe and diverse culture of motivated people that not just succeed but excel. He believes in a digital future, the share economy, disrupting in a collaborative way that that benefits the entire value chain. He believes in diversity as a secret source for driving results. Throughout his career, Jeff has amassed expertise in general management, sales, technology and operations, change management and international markets. He says the skill he is most proud of is his capacity to harness the power of organisational culture, behaviours and employee motivations to transform a shared vision into tangible bottom line results. If you can tap into that source, that is where it's at. Aside from managing a multi-million dollar P&L, Jeff also acts as chairman and board member for non-profit organisations. So welcome to the show today, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you, Gail, and uh, a pleasure to be here talking with you. Wonderful. Well, we were talking um, just before we started the recording, and I've got a little bit of background about your life. But what I'd love you to do is to share with the listeners just a glimpse of your background and how you actually arrived at transforming teams and organizations to Excel. Good. So, um, yes, I, I, was, um, I was born and raised in, in Argentina. Uh, my parents uh, were English and I, and I went at a very young age to an English boarding school in Argentina. Um, and, 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 and that kind of helped me see the perspective of living in a country, but living in another country. Uh, so I was living in two worlds. I was living in Argentina day to day and, and living in, in, in a boarding, in an English boarding school in a foreign country. Um, and, and I was very attracted to, to working for a, a foreign company in Argentina, something big, something that could make changes. And I got my, my first corporate job in 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 payments uh, many, many years ago. And I, and I realized how important at a very early age, how important it was to try different things. One, one, uh, one big aha moment I had some years ago um, was coming to the realization that, you know, I, I like change. I, 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 you know, I, I change all the time. And uh, throughout early in my career, in my corporate career, I changed jobs every two or three years and learned something completely new. So, so when you do that, you, you know, you go from 
doing a job that, that's really, you learn all about it and then you kind of don't have a challenge. I call this your unconsciously competence to, to having to learn it all over again. And, uh, you know, you have to study, you have to learn, you have to be curious, you have to foster a team, you have to work with others. You, you just need to bring things together and, uh, and, and, and you're forced to, to build uh, a new a new platform with a new team and uh, everything is new. Uh, so, you know, these changes take me to, to, to live in different countries. I've lived in several countries. I've lived in Argentina. I had a assignment in Brazil. I spent time in Mexico, in the U.S., and different roles from, from technology to, uh, to data to being a general manager to, you know, r- running businesses in, in different countries. Um, and, and and now more more recently, learning new technology, something that's you know the, the new trends. Uh, you know how do we manage risk and cryptocurrencies and cyber and data and so so it's this pattern of uh, that I understood some years ago that I go through these cycles of being in different teams and building different teams that that have you know have brought me here. So that's that's kind of you know. Quick, quick wrap um, summary of, of how I got here. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. There's a very clear message that I'm hearing, and I'm sure the listeners as well, is that that of change. You know, everything has changed through your life. It has been that primary, um, primary constant for you. But it seems like you were somebody who just embraced it right from the start. You know, a lot of people... Many, many people I meet and work with as well, change is often something they are afraid of, whereas you have openly embraced it. So, so what do you think really gave you that kick to say, I'm just going to lead a life that allows me to make change happen constantly? You know. Many years ago, I had a, a mentor, a coach, um, and I was, I was talking to him about challenges and, and you know, difficulties and obstacles. And, and he looked at me, and after talking to me for a while, he looked at me and said, you realize that you have thrown yourself into new situations every three to four years. And the, the story of, and this is probably 20 years ago, and the story of uh, that you're telling me is one where you, you look for a challenge, you go in, you have a vision, you create a strategy, you embrace people. So he, he kind of reflected on what I was selling. And he, he reflected, he played back what I was selling him. And then he asked me a key question. He said, you know what you should do? You should go and do a job that's nine to five, running a smooth operation that doesn't need a lot of change <laughs> or to do much. You just need to come in at nine and leave at five and, and that's it. And I said, well, I, I don't like that. I don't <laughs> think I, I would like that. Mm. I said, well, well, then you got yourself a pattern for the next uh, 20 years, Jeff. Um, and that was a big, a big aha moment for me, you know, coming to, 
to, to, to the realization that I kind of, and this also through coaching that I received and advice and mentoring, that the realization that challenges, obstacles, and difficult times gives you the opportunity to learn something that you need to learn or something that you need to develop. You know, it could be a difficult situation. It could be a change. It could, you know, it could be even in a personal front, you know, with a friend or a family, a relative, a challenge with a coworker or something, you know, someone in a position of leadership that you work with. And, and, I, and I evolved this view and started to develop, you know, thinking that, you know, that the challenge wasn't really the person, the other person or the other thing. Uh, what was happening is that it was touching buttons. It was touching certain buttons. And, and I was coached, you know, uh, to, to look at it from a different perspective, you know, different lens. I started to think and ask, well, why am I triggered? I, and, you know, what is it that it's triggered me and why am I triggered? So I started to develop this concept of what can I learn from this? Uh, and almost uh, a very hard lesson, but it's almost like, thanking that I had the opportunity to learn, that I got this difficult thing thrown in front of me. Uh, I had this difficult situation, personal or professional. Um, you know, I, I'm not 100% there. Uh, and of, co- of course, like any human, you know, I still get triggered and upset and feel challenged by change and obstacles. However, you know, sometimes I, I, I try and see those things as if I'm looking at myself what you know, watching a tennis game as opposed mm-hmm. to being in the storm, mm-hmm. uh, and it's kind of like a muscle that that I that I kind of always think about. That you know, I'm kind of a mental, a mind muscle that I think about. So, yeah, that that's kind of uh, my big aha moment some years ago, and kind of how I continue to develop that that muscle. That I thing. love that story so much, and I think. It- that mentor that you had, that first stage, who actually harnessed that pattern and 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 really brought it to your awareness that it was a it's a strength of the it is a true strength of yours. It's you've allowed it to become deeply embedded in you, and it's it's a driving force in in who you are and and how you how you do what you do and who you have become. And I think it's obviously now you have learned to continue to to work through whatever challenge comes about that that brings about that change as well and and you can see it um in others as well and you can enable them to to forge a path forward as well so it's so enlightening to hear that there were so many words and phrases and and your way of thinking really resonated with me um particularly in the just seeing things from that other perspective often is is um, a great position to be in because it allows us to to take almost that bird's eye view of what's actually going on. So when I think about your career and the changes and, and the travel that you have experienced, the global living, the global mindset that you have developed in business as well, some might say that your the changes that you've brought about and the constant change may have been seen as a risk to some people because you never know what's around the corner. But if you think about how you 
look at risk in life and and what it means to you what 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 is an example of a risk that you have taken and what was the what was the result of that risk yeah i you know, I, I mentioned a little bit of this early on in the conversation. I, I think very early on in my corporate life, I, I changed when others would say, why change? You got a good job. I remember, you know, in what situation I I found myself in a place where, you know, I, I, I felt there was an intuition. There was a calling. There was something that I needed to, to, to create something new. And, and I would talk to a headhunter and I was looking for another job and, and the headhunter and, and you know would ask me why do you want to change you, you got a you know you got a good job it's aspirational and I was very young uh, back in when this conversation happened and um, and he he kind of listed everything that was so great and so many people and I said yeah but it, it's there's something missing and mm-hmm. and what I learned is what I figured out is that you have to be learning. You have to be developing. And this could be by changing jobs or by learning or uh, doing something different. But, uh, you know, I, I took a lot of risk in taking jobs that people said weren't necessarily the best thing for me or that would be, you know, why would you do that? It's not good for your career. Actually, <laughs> uh, some years ago, um, you know, somebody told me, you're absolutely crazy in, in <laughs> taking that job. Um, and, you know, I, I talk to that person very often. And, and many years later, we, we, we kind of came together and we were having a coffee. And, and, I, and I reminded this person of, you remember that conversation? And the, the funny thing is that the business that, you know, was was taken over, has had a dramatic transformation and, and was one of the leading kind of businesses in, in, in the place that I was working at that time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I realized that it was a pattern that I was, that I was you know, unconsciously doing this. And now I just, as mentioned before, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of aware of this pattern. Um, you know, many times when I go through this process, uh, you know, I, I might doubt myself, you know, and you doubt yourself and, 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 and you might have a belief that that, that change doesn't make sense. Your, your job uh, that you want to, that you have to move into, you want to move into, you, you, it's too risky. It doesn't make sense. Um, and then, then I, do, I kind of apply this intersection with my personal vision, my, if you like, a vision board or... Mm-hmm. You know, a vision, you just have, you know, this dream of how things should look, feel, touch, you know, what, what's your life? And, I, and I'm always thinking in kind of two dimensions. One is a little bit longer term. What does my life look like 10, 15 years from today? And, and then what is very more short term? You know, what, 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 so what fits in the next two, three years? Um, and and when you sit down and think about the challenge that you're taking or the risks you're taking, well, how does it fit into that vision? If you put it through that lens, does it fit? Does it make sense? Is it aligned with that? If it's not, drop it. 
But if it is, you know, I think, I think then we need to sit down um, and be with ourselves a little bit, you know, have, I call it my alone time. Um, and try and remove a lot of the noise uh, that we might have going on. You know, what one person says, what another person says, your fears, is this going to work? Is, you know, am I going to be good at this? Am I going to fail? And is it too risky? And, but all that is noise. Um, so I, I, I try and get to that place, which, you know, I can call it intuition or, or my real self. Uh, but if you remove as much chatter as you can from your mind, it, 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 it's kind of a feeling that this is the right thing to do, and then you go for it. It's, it's I don't know, it's like a little bit of a, an aha moment. Um, so, yeah. That's when your can-do kicks in, isn't it? You've given yourself the <laughs> yes. time and space to reflect, and then you you know that you've, I guess it's that, that filtering, isn't it? You you hear all of the suggestions and the opposition to um, what you see as your vision from others around you, and then you can go away and make sense of it all in that alone time and then come back and have the realisation, as you say, the aha moment and say, let's do this, let's, let's make this happen because it feels right. And then it ends up it ends up being something a lot of the time so much bigger than it ever was meant to be in the first place. So it's it's that process, isn't it? Like you said, it's it's a process, um, and it takes um, you know a leap of faith. It does, uh, yes. It, uh, and 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 to be successful, and and I'm not necessarily talking about success in terms of position, money, influence. To, to be successful in your vision, in your true north, in what you really, who you really want to be and learn who you want to really be and where you want to be, it requires you to take risks. And, and the risks are primarily confronting <laughs> Your, your fears, what others tell you, what's in your mind, uh, you know. Listen, we all come to, to talk to people and work, and, and we have these, like, you know, I, I call it, we send our best ambassadors everywhere, right? <laughs> we just send a representative of, of ourselves <laughs> into, the, into the meetings. Um, and when you know, get to know somebody new, we send our ambassadors. So, so behind all of that, you know, we all we all are the same. We're all different, but we're all the same. Um, so we all have the same doubts, gray areas. Um, but but if you if you go through that process and you remove as much noise as you can, then you then you then you have a, a firm decision of you know an intuition, your heart, your you need to go with it. And then, then as you said, you go in with, you know, a, a can-do attitude. Go, go in with the best of yourself, the most positive version of yourself. Uh, you know, if you're going to do it, go all out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's you know. the only way to do it. It is the only way to do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. So, Jeff, tell me, when you are not working, what do you do to 
refresh and refocus and reframe your mindset and your personal well-being? What what's your go-to? Yeah, this has this has changed over time. I used to be, you know, I'm an extrovert. I know that. Not not the <laughs> extreme extrovert. Gone through a lot of this. And um, so social and being with people and and you know, I I always reflect on whenever I try to do something, I try to do it all out. There's there's no, you know. I completed a, an Ironman a couple of years ago, about mm-hmm. seven years ago. I, you know, I ride bicycles. I go up, my, you know, I would do all these activities. But over the last ten years or so, I've I've learned to spend more time with myself. So, so shifting that, you know, okay, I get energy from being around people, and but I also need to go into myself. So mm-hmm. I. Uh, I like spending time reflecting alone and doing things and trying to be quiet and having time for myself. I've, I have developed a, a meditation practice uh, that I enjoy. Uh, and I, and has, you know, it has helped me uh, be better balanced and, and grounded. I, I also believe in releasing stress and any negative thinking is critical to being in a good place or letting the bad stuff out in some way. Um, you know, it's not natural. It's hard, but, you know, you could go and exercise vigorously or, uh, you know, but, but I've found that, that you know, that my preferred choice is, is to be in nature. And as much as I can, I go in nature. I, I go into nature. I, I love mountains. I love hiking. I love, you know, if I can have access to that, I can go for a bicycle ride in the park and, you know, sit by a canal or a river or sit by the, go to the beach in Fort Lauderdale and just sit in the beach and, but not sit in the beach from just reflecting on, on life. I, you know, just reading a book. It's just sitting there and reflecting on, myself and you know what's going on what's going inside what am i feeling why am i feeling it kind of you know giving the chance to my mind to settle and you know and 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 kind of be where it needs to be and and spending that time recharging alone i I have found to be very very uh very good for my well-being and for my balance so a balance of you know being balanced and grounded Beautiful. Yes, it, it really, um, again, what you're sharing resonates with, with my focus for this year is, is about going slower to go faster um, and taking more of a sloth approach to life that it's okay to just hang sometimes and to be uh, solo and to just, you know, it's it's okay to do that because we lead very fast-paced lives we can choose to lead those lives but we can choose to take a step back as well so I think your your shift that you described from the high energy high voltage which keeps you on that similar energy level from the work that you deliver and the energy that you put into your work is um, it needs to come down that notch doesn't it and I know that about myself as well so I think again, my listeners will take so much from this, these shifts, these 
differences and these very strong similarities between many of my guests who, like you, Jeff, have found a way to, to really recharge and to, to just regain that um, sense of self and, and have the energy to, to face the world ready and refreshed for the next day and whatever it entails. You so we come to, to the time. Thank you. <laughs> so we come to the time in the interview where I'd love you to share your three can-do tips with my audience. So um, talks a little bit about this. So I, I think I would say number one is imagine, dream, create your path. You know, own your journey. You are 100% in charge, not others. So go from that, have that vision, that dream, create your path, you know, kind of where, where, you, where you put your mind, you put your soul, and, and that's where you're going to end up kind of thing. Um, that, that would be one thing. I, I talk a lot to the people I work with around that. Positive intent towards your vision is key. You know, you, you will create what you are dreaming, you know. So it's a little bit that, you know, you become what you, what you dream kind of thing. Um, but, it's, but, it's, but it's very important to keep that vision alive and positive intent. Have the... Have the the faith, the leap of faith that this is going to happen because you're putting all the positive energy. And third, I think it's, you know, act, think and act and, 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 and do things in the best interest of, you know, for the best outcome, you know, of, of the enterprise or of the firm or the people, you know, be caring for the people that you work with, you know, focus on your team's development, as a team, as a high-performing team, and as individuals, it's 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 important to develop to help everybody grow. So think and act in the best interest of the best outcome. Wonderful, love all three of those, and they they summarize the very strong message that you've been sharing today. So thank you very much. So my final question for you, Jeff, is why do you feel a can-do attitude is absolutely essential? Uh, you know, I think is you know being that positive. Uh, as 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 you give this positive can-do thoughts of the possibilities in the future, you start setting the pace uh, and bringing all that you know energy towards your vision. You know, the whole it becomes a story of where you're going to go. Uh, and 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 having a can-do attitude, I think, uh, puts you in the in the arena. You know, Brene Brown would always talk about that famous quote of you know, jump into the arena. You know? And if you're not in the arena, you're not in the game. You can't make it happen. And I think, you know, success is is requires that that risk of confronting fears and. And, but once you get over that, it's, you know, you have this can-do attitude and, and, and you, you then go with the best of yourself, the most positive version of yourself. Um, you know, and then a few years ago, 
a good mentor, a coach taught me to practice smiling. So, you know, once you have all this, okay, we're going, I'm doing it, uh, can do it, I will do it. Um, try smiling, try, try it. it, you know, it works. You know, I would suggest that people, you know, close your eyes, relax your mind, breathe, and then force a smile. It's a kind of awkward, but just force it, just smile. And you'll notice just after a few seconds that things start to look different. You start to see things much more positive. And it's, it's, it's kind of weird. I mean, but, uh, you know, my dad used to tell me, uh, I used to have a big poem there uh, that talked about, it's all in the state of mind. And it's not, you know, very similar to what Renee Brown would say or, or that famous quote of being the arena. It's not about, you know, the people that try, the people that think they can try, the, the people that don't even show up. It, it's about success comes to the people that go in knowing they're going to do it. Whatever you do, personal, professional, anything, coaching, being with friends, go all out. Go in with, you can do this. So. Thank you. Fantastic. And what a way to end. You've, you've absolutely set the pace for me, for my day ahead today, but I think also for the listeners, you've set the pace for perhaps change in their lives, um, to look at their life through a different lens. But I think the, the final message to share and say thank you on Jeff is that word smile and just thinking about all of what you've talked about today um, and that whole can-do can approach that you take is, is that upward curve, isn't it? That smile, it lifts you, it, it gives you that confidence and that belief, but it just feels good too. So I know that I feel great after having chatted with you this morning. So I'd really like to say thank you so much for being my guest today on The Can Do Way. Thank you, Gail. A real pleasure. Love the conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Do you live and breathe a can-do attitude? Have an inspiring perspective, a life-changing experience, or intriguing story to share? Always curious, and with an insatiable appetite for a good yarn, I invite you to be my guest. Do get in touch via my website, gailmgibson.com. The Can Do Way podcast, refreshing, positive, and real.